is the Rams Review Podcast. Discussion, insights, interviews and analysis. All passion, all Derby County. Rams Review Podcast is proud to be part of the Fan Hub 100, where fans come first. Hello everybody and welcome to a very special extra episode of the Rams Review Podcast this week. Didn't expect to be doing this after our chat on Monday night, but me and Corey are both here to discuss, finally, hallelujah, Sound effects may or may not be inserted here. A preferred bidder has been announced in the form of American businessman Chris Kirchner. Um, Corey, we thought we'd get together for a very brief episode just to kind of give our instant reactions to it, really. The dust, I mean, it, what, it was only about five hours ago this was announced, five or six hours ago. So, you know, the dust is starting to settle a little bit and People have been keeping my eyes on, on Twitter and Facebook all day about any information. We don't know a lot, but we're going to get to, I thought we'd get together for 15, 20 minutes just to give our instant reaction and our opinions and how we see this moving forward with Derby and maybe that light at the end of the tunnel, Corey, of administration uh, just got a little bit brighter. Yeah, definitely, Jason. And I think when we recorded on Monday night, as we were recording, the news broke that they were going to name a preferred bidder you heard. But you've heard this all before. You've heard this all before. But it did seem like this was a little different. That the um, the momentum of this was continuing. Uh, and then we heard, you know, early Tuesday, Chris Kirshner was going to be named. There was no thing on Tuesday. I woke up here Wednesday morning. You were already awake, I hope. And um, you know, Chris Kirshner has been named. Um, so my instant reaction is to uh, to that is thank God finally it's happened. They've named a preferred bidder. Uh, but let's not forget that this is the beginning of the end. It is not the end. Uh, there are still a lot of hurdles to clear. Chris now will go into, Mr. Kirshner will now go into the period of exclusivity with the administrators to deal with everything. Um, and there are a lot of unknowns at this point, Jason, uh, in terms of things, but I think for the future of Darby County as a football club, which I don't think either of us ever thought that Darby County was going to get liquidated in all honesty. Um, but it can only be good news for the future of this football club, both in the long term and possibly in the short to medium term as well, because if the exit administration is you know, however long that takes, we have read reports that it will take you know up to two months for this deal to be finally completed. Um, but you know that might mean that might be just enough time for uh, you know transfers, renewing of contracts, and keeping people at the club that need to stay. Um, so yeah, instant reaction is good for the Derby County Football Club. But I'm going to leave my jury still out on on the person who's buying it as as we learn more. Not that it's a negative, not it's a positive. Um, but we've seen we've we've seen these we've seen these deals go before, um, but positives for the future of this football club for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to read the full statement because it doesn't really tell you a lot apart from exactly what you've kind of just touched on there. The administrators quantum have chosen Chris Kirchner as the preferred bidder. He enters into a, a period of exclusivity to take over Derby County. And as you say, it's pretty much um, could take around two months to get something sorted. Um, it's it's important to stress that I believe, Corey, that this deal is only for the football club and not for 
the sale of Pride Park included. So obviously that is something that has to be negotiated either with Mel Morris himself or as rumours and reports are coming out uh, over the last couple of days. And obviously we mentioned it and what Andy mentioned it on Monday is that Derby City Council may well be interested in that. So yeah, coming in, coming in with, I mean, the figures have not been released. We can only presume uh, that I think the bid uh, that he kind of said that he was going to make what post just before Christmas, December time was in the region of 40 million pounds. You'd have to think that in between that time and this time, obviously after last night's result uh, for Reading, it kind of looks like now Derby's destiny is, is probably sealed and that he is effectively buying a, a definite league one club next season, no stadium involved. It'd be interesting to see how close to that 40 million is has been agreed. The only thing I can say is obviously the, the the noises that have come out over the last few weeks about the Binney family's bid and and other interested parties. There was a there was a certain figure that was rejected, so you'd have to presume that Kirchner's bid is more than that, which may well then give the opportunity to satisfy creditors, uh, especially if the stadium sales not included. You would think uh, that that all that money can go towards creditors, so. We still don't know about the obviously the extra fifteen point deduction for not for not clearing the debts. And I've seen today on Twitter, uh, obviously Derby have gone to the EFL with this. The EFL have have sanctioned it and said, you know, they they're going to look into it. Obviously, the due diligence is now done from Kirchner. I'm I'm sure that they've already looked at books and things like that. But obviously, all the other deals that Derby have got in place at the moment, he, he's got to go through all them. And then obviously the conversations between the EFL and and Derby and Mr. Kirchner himself. Hopefully that can then then push things a little bit further down the line, Corey. And I want to, like you say, I think it is worth noting, he might have not been everybody's first choice uh, because obviously he was, he came in this big American, big brash American um, stated, he, he laid his cards on the table. Now, some people slated him for that. Some thought that was quite forward of him, whatever it was. You know, you can go back to now posts. I'm not going to go back to posts that some people have done 11 years ago and things like that, where it's obviously he said some things that he probably regrets saying. But, you know, he, he did get into a bit of a Twitter spat um, with, with fans. And to be honest with you, a lot of what he was saying, Corey, is quite true. There, there was issues with this deal. Um, it'd be interesting to see how he can move those issues forward. Now he's preferred buyer. Uh, or preferred bidder, whichever you wish, which, which way you'd like to call it. But I think just having a name there, just having somebody named, it's, it's got to be a big lift for the fans, hasn't it, Corey? Yeah, it definitely does. And I think, you know, time will tell, um, you know, over over this deal. Uh, you know, I don't think, obviously, I'm sure the EFL have an idea. We don't know how much, you know, liquid cash Kirchner has, how much money is tied up in businesses, how much is going to be leveraged and mortgaged for the future. Um, we do know that he had been very vocal on Twitter saying that, you know, without a football, without a stadium, the football club is, you know, not essentially worthless, but it's worth obviously a lot less. Um, so we'll see what comes out with the stadium, what kind of deal they do with that. Cause I'm sure he's keen on still buying the stadium from everything you read um, from him on his previous Twitter account. He was very keen on having the stadium as part of that deal. Um, I think it's interesting, Jason, that he kind of walked away from the deal. He had kind of said, you know what, I've had enough of this. I'm going to go look into Preston rescinded his bid or whatever, but apparently he hadn't rescinded his bid. They were still looking at it. He'd been named preferred bidder. So that's an interesting kind of 
uh, turnaround as well. Um, you know, when you look at when you look at the rise of, of, of Chris Gershner, he doesn't necessarily have a long history in business. You know, he's in his mid 30s, uh, mid to late 30s. You know, so we want to, you know, I think you want to make sure and I'm sure the EFL will do, you know, everything is um, by the book and everything is what it is. I'd like to see Darby's future more secure. I'd like to see it, you know, secured without massive loans on things again. I think we've just proven that that is a very dangerous thing. Obviously, football club needs loans to survive probably, but, um, you know, not at the not at the click that we were doing. Um, but I do think at the end of the day, you know, it's a positive to have somebody named to have a vocal point. It gets it gets the fans focused to what's going to happen on the field for the next six games, because that's the most crucial thing that's going to define the, the short term future of this football club. Um, I think at the end of the day, like you said, the, the points deduction, the extra 15 for not satisfying creditors for paying them less than 25, less than 39p on the pound, I believe it is. You know, if you pay them less than that, you're going to get a 15 point deduction. I think that would be preferable to take this year as opposed to taking it next year when you're in League One. I think Reading, you, I believe, you know, I, I, I believe you're right. Uh, Reading's result last night maybe makes it a little bit too difficult. I'm still going to believe that they can do it because I'm still going to believe Darby can wheel off six, gate, six straight wins because I believe they're going to go in and win every game that they're going to do. But it makes it incredibly, incredibly difficult. And I think if a loss at the weekend and a Reading win at the weekend, that's pretty much curtains uh, for, for Darby um, in. Uh, overall, but, you know, best of luck to the men. Uh, I think what we're looking for is, I think, you know, it will come out over a period of time. I don't think you'll see any broad statements from him about the future of the club, about the direction of the club, about the real infrastructure projects that he wants to invest in or anything like that. I don't think there'll be too much of that um, as there was last time. There might be, um, but I wouldn't suspect there'll be too much of that. I think we'll have to wait a little bit for this deal to be finally completed before we hear about grand visions and things like that. But Jason, the one thing I would like to say is um, I hope Chris Kirshner, the moment he walks through Pride Park after he takes the keys, sacks one man, and you know who that is, um, because I've wanted him out of the football club for a, a long time. And he's one of the root, he's, he's one half of the people that's caused part of this trouble. And that's Chief Executive Stephen Pierce. So if, if he sacks Stephen Pierce, probably have my blessing for, for at least a little bit of time, um, at least. But I think it's something good for, for somebody else to fixate on. And it's positive Darby County news for once this season. And it clears the way for us to focus on the next big six games, which are going to determine. Uh, which division we're playing in next season. And, and to be honest with you, that was going to be one of my next points. But before I, uh, about, you know, the now moving Derby got sort of on the field moving forward. Uh, one thing we'd like to point, I'd like to point out is that <clears throat> I've been reading about this and I've been fat, vastly trying to look through rules and regulations uh, this afternoon to try and find out what it all means is that there's been plenty of reports, Corey, on Twitter that even though he's the preferred buyer, Obviously, even though he's been given this exclusivity period, that's not, of course, you know, game set and match for for Kirchner taking over Derby County. There are still plenty of hurdles to to jump over. And one man's name that doesn't disappear and and has kind of ramped up even more since the preferred bidding uh, names bid has been announced is is Mike Ashley's. Mike Ashley's not going to go away now. Obviously, Quantuma, they they want a bidding war now. We, we don't know what the bid is from Chris Kirchner. We don't know. Obviously, anybody else who are interested in taking and, and taking Derby County off Mr. Kirchner's hands is going to have to put in a bid that's obviously got to at least match, if not rival that. Um, and that this is where, obviously, I suppose the administrators, that, that's what they wanted. First and foremost, yes, they wanted Derby County to survive as a football club, but their main objective, and I still think this is something that fans kind of forget about, is that their main objective was to get the most amount of money for the sale of Derby County so they could satisfy creditors. That is their number one aim. 
if the football club survives as well, that's a double thumbs up. But at the end of the day, what what they need what they needed was you know the most amount of money they possibly can to settle creditors because that is their job. Their job's not to prolong Derby County as such; it is to get as much money for it as as they possibly could. So it'd be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, this the detail of this exclusivity period. We don't know how long that's going to be. We don't know if Mike Ashley turns around tomorrow and offers an extra couple of million pounds, how, how that makes that look. I'm sure there's obviously a contracted period that Chris Kirchner will turn around and go, no, no, I'm the preferred bidder. That's what you've said. I've got so many days to go through everything, go through the books, go through everything with a fine-tooth comb, have a look at all the sponsorship deals, players' contracts, and I'm sure all that is is involved over the next six to eight weeks um, before you know fully admitting, uh, f- fully leaving administration and taking over the club. But at any one point, surely there's, I believe there is an option that other bidders can come in. And, you know, if they offer more money, they, they, may, well, they may well get, get a nod as well. Because I still think it'll be Quantuma that will get the final say that when Mr. Kirchner says, yeah, I'm happy with everything, here I sign the contract to take, take the keys of Derby County, they could probably still pull that away and go, yeah, actually, we've, we've, we've changed our mind. We've got somebody else who's interested in looking at it as well. So, you know, Quantum, again, we, we don't want timescales. We don't want timeframes. We don't want things dragging on. But we're not out of the woods yet. That is, that is the one point that, that, uh, that I want to caveat in there because I've, I've seen that floating about quite a bit on social media today. But I want to move, move that forward a little bit, Corey, for one of my last points. What this means for on the field. We know previous post-Christmas, uh, pre-Christmas, sorry, um, Wayne Rooney, Chris Kirchner, they were best buds, weren't they? It, it, it all seemed... It all seemed really good. With Derby's fate, we think last night probably being settled now. This could be, I'm not saying it's going to be the be-all and end-all, but this actually could be quite a big statement of intent. And you would think that Kirchner is going to want to keep Rooney because of the relationship that they've got. Do you think with Chris Kirchner being announced as the preferred bidder, and let's just say for argument's sake, it goes through and he takes over at Derby County and he's the new owner in two months' time, that surely has to up the percentage of Derby County keeping older Wayne Rooney as manager, doesn't it, Corey? You would think so, Jason, but there's a lot of other things. It's how many players does Rooney have uh, at his disposal, what the transfer budget does, does the transfer embargo go away? Um, what does what does the future look like? And we don't know. You would You would suspect that, Chris Kirshner would be um, uh, would be good news for keeping Wayne Rooney, and hopefully, I, I do hope that Wayne Rooney does stay at Derby for at least another season or a season and a half or two seasons, um, while he continues to to do a good job for this football club. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of unknowns, unknowns, Jason, and there's a lot more unknowns, unknowns than what you know about your known unknowns. So it will be uh, it will be an interesting period of time. I think the most important thing is that this just this just clears the way for the playing staff to continue to focus. Um, you know, on the, on the thing, on the, on the task at hand, you know, a lot of the club staff have been not been under a lot of pressure in terms of not knowing if they're going to get a paycheck week after week, or they're going to be able to afford their mortgage or that kind of stuff. So this hopefully takes the pressure off of everybody at the football club. It takes the pressure off of Quantuma a little bit because they have named now a preferred bidder, right? That's finally been done. That was supposed to be done before Christmas. It was supposed to be done before the Thanksgiving holiday here in America. Um, so that's finally been named. But then, like you say, Mike Ashley's name continues to come up in, in dialogues. So you don't know. Mike Ashley, Mike Ashley's a shrewd businessman. He comes with a lot of financial power. And you don't know. Maybe this is laying the groundwork and he swoops in in the last minute and says, I can up this offer. And, and we go back to square one. But I think regardless of it, Jason, my jury is going to still be out on uh, what this club's going to look like in the future. My club, my 
my jury's still out on Chris Kirshner until I learn more, until I get a little bit more educated on, you know, his background, what his plans for this football club are and that kind of stuff. Um, but overall, it's positive Darby County news. It's something that we've been waiting a long, long time for. And it just really felt like a real release this morning. When you hear that news, you feel a lot of a lot of the tension kind of go out your body and out of the air. Like, OK, this is this is happening. This is good. We've got a football club to support for the future. And now let's focus on the task at hand. Um, you know, there will be there'll be a lot of a lot of media interest um, from 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 obviously from England and from the United States as well um, as this deal progresses. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, this can best thing I can sum it up is the jury's still out for me on Chris Kirshner and his credentials to own a football club. But it's also that being said, it's also um, and I'm not saying I'm for it or against it. I'm just sitting middle of the road until I get more educated about it. But at the end of the day, this is positive news for this football club. This secures this football club's future and make sure that we're going to have a Derby County support to come after the season. And that, Jason, is the most important thing that I can say. That is the most crucial thing, is that this at least ensures that we have a chance to, to play in the, play in whatever league in the EFL next season. I never thought Derby were going to get liquidated. That was never something that, you know, honestly thought was going to happen because, you know, what are you going to do with a stadium if the club gets liquidated? Um, so it will be interesting to see how the stadium deal progresses how these other deal progresses, how the MSD loans progress um, and how, and how this thing um, comes to fruition. But as of right now, positive news, very excited. Um, I'm glad that this saga is finally, finally, it's not at the end, but maybe we've right, we've reached the, the closing act here at the beginning of the end, so to speak. So, so hopefully it is the beginning of the end and um, they're just tying up some loose ends and we can get this deal done. Absolutely. And I think like, as we say, there's not a lot that's come out about it because it was literally only, five, six hours ago that uh, this news was broken. So as and when, if anything does come into the public domain, we will certainly uh, have, our, have our opinions on it uh, on the podcast over the next couple of weeks. But I think One you're thing's right. for sure, Jason, we're, we're going to release this podcast. So there's bound to be something to happen because every time we release a podcast <laughs> before news breaks at Derby. So, yeah, it, it, it does. Tem- it does seem to. Um, and, you know, this time, this time it, it was just news that we couldn't, we couldn't turn our nose up, Corey, and wait until next week. It was, like you say, it's a, it's a bit of a feel-good, especially after the dampener of the result for Reading last night. Um, some, you know, a per, not a perfect tonic. A perfect tonic could be David staying up, but obviously a, a, a close to perfect tonic, as, as possibly could be, is that a preferred, preferred bidder was named. A very interesting, as we discussed on Monday, a very interesting turn of events, obviously, over the last 48, 72 hours, where Chris Kirshner was was close to buying Preston and then you know swoops swoops back in and and takes takes a stronghold at, at Derby County it was it was odd really um and something that you picked up on earlier you know first bit of the piece it was it was the first time that you legitimately thought uh, something something's coming here something is actually coming and you know all the right people were were kind of commenting on social media and and putting out things and and sure enough it, here it is and you know from i think it was Ed Dawes that put you know he'd, he'd been sat on that for a couple of days this news and it was obviously really hard for him to put that out into the public domain but he'd been asked to he'd been asked to not um which is the right thing to do he's a professional journalism a, a friend of the podcast he knows he knows what he can and can't say so uh, yeah interesting that eventually because I'm, I'm sure they must have picked that. Then it went to the EFL before they could announce it. So obviously this has been something that's been that's been working in the background for for a couple of days at least. But it is great that a the EFL so far haven't turned around and said no. 
which is great. Um, so far, you know, it's not failed already. And, you know, there's, there's been no pull out already because obviously that can still happen. And to be honest with you, for the first time in a long time, Corey, it is that glimmer of hope. It is that chink of light. It is that positivity that, yes, we know the next five or six, well, what, four weeks of, of Derby County season on the pitch are not going to be nice because we have to come to the reality that we, we're going to get relegated. I think it's fair to say. Um, but at least we're not looking at that and going, will we have a club after, you know, in June, we've, we've pretty much fingers crossed going to have a club beyond, beyond the summer. And hopefully for, for many, many, many more, many more years to come. And I'm a bit like yourself. I, I want to reserve judgment. I'll 100% get behind him. Uh, Cause I think that's what we have to do. Uh, you know, people calling them out already on social media about these, this, that, and the other. I mean, that's just, just, just typical social media. Let the guy get his feet under the table. Let the guy do his due diligence. Let the guy make a decision if he thinks now. And you, he is, but he has been the first name that was linked many, many months ago, and it's come to fruition that he's taken over. So he has a clear interest into in taking over Derby County. Um, and let's just hope that. You know, when when we re- re- reconvene this podcast, Corey, after a bit of uh, hopefully a couple of couple of weeks summer's breaks, I think we all need it, um, and and a reflect on what's been a, a horrendous two years, really. That when we come back for preseason and, and we start talking again about about the Rams, whatever league they'll be in, they'll be on a much more solid footing that they're in now, um, and that could, that surely to end the podcast, Corey, that can only be a good thing. So it, it's it's positivity all around from me. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing more information about it coming out. Hopefully something can can be organised, like you say, in the next six to eight weeks. And um, at least that will give uh, a lot of Rams fans a sigh of relief and it will give a lot of Rams fans the heart that, you know, this this club's not going to die. Something to go into the summer months for the, for the summer break that, you know, this football club will still be here. I think it's on the 30th of July, ready for the, ready for the start of the 22-23 season, which... At the end of the day, is obviously every, everything that every single one of us wanted. Come rain or shine, however it was going to, however Derby County were going to look on the thirtieth of July, twenty twenty two. You know, everybody wanted that, and it looks like now that's pretty much going to be the case. For sure, Jason. And just to sum up for me, this is a good day. This is a good day for Derby County. This is a good day that we finally got this preferred bidder named after such a long period of time. But again, to reiterate, I'm going to reserve my judgment on Chris Kirshner until I see and learn more about him and his plan for Derby County. It doesn't mean I'm for him. It doesn't mean I'm against him. I'm just going to reserve some judgment. But today is an overall good day. It secures the future of this football club. And, and this football club means more than any owner, any player to us fans. Um, so that, that's the most important thing, Jason, at the end of the day. So positive day, exciting. It does feel like a little bit of a weight has been lifted off off the shoulders, and now we can focus on these next six big games to do the impossible. I think one, one, one final thing to say, a bit more tongue-in-cheek, I didn't see a single corner flag in sight when this was uh, announcement was made, Corey, which I was terribly disappointed about. It, I did have a little twinge of disappointment about that. <laughs> it it kind of came a little bit under the radar. The other thing i just like to say, Jason, I find very weird is that the Forest fans are going like mental about this stuff, and like people get into ownership things. It's like, Forest are having probably their best season in like 10 years, maybe 15 years. And they're worried about Derby County's ownership things. Like why, why not just go back into your little hole and worry about your own football club? I just don't understand that. You know, I don't worry about what goes on at 
forest in terms of the owner with the links to the mafia and all this stuff and whatever else or the air conditioning guy that owned them before like i'm just not particularly bothered like if forrester on tv i'll watch him like whatever you know i wish him i wish him all the best and whatnot but why people just do that is just bonkers especially when you're having like the best season it's like it's like liverpool right going for the champ going for the quadruple and they're worried about everton getting relegated it's like worry about doing the quadruple instead of worrying about everton getting relegated like who cares i know I know. We, we're clearly the about your playoff team. push with Forest. Why do you care about Derby County and their ownership? And if we get another, just just go away. Yeah, even though we don't look it, we're clearly we're clearly still weird. we're clearly still the bigger club, even though we don't look it at the moment. Yeah, it's just living rent free in your head. I feel yeah, bad about that's it. it. And you know what? I can get on board with that. I can get on board with that. At the end it's of the day, it's just weird. It's just it, weird. It is, I just it find is. it a weird, weird thing. It is. But if it's if it's in their minds and they're talking about Derby County, then clearly we, we we still get under their skin even though we might not probably just Darby County years. supporters anyway and only support well, for us because they're winning yeah maybe maybe who knows but I think that I think that ties this up for this shortened episode Corey as I say we just we just wanted to give our opinions um and you know if anybody who hasn't heard and has been under a rock for the last eight hours and is this first on the podcast we didn't break the news I'd just like to point it out uh, I, I mean, we'd have loved to, but we didn't. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just our opinions, and looking looking forward to the looking forward to the future. Uh, certainly, looking forward to finding out what's going to happen. As I say, the next three or four weeks on the podcast are probably going to be a bit of a lull, and because we, we kind of know where we're heading now, but we'll we'll try and keep upbeat. And any news that comes out, obviously, about the uh, the updates of uh, Mr. Kirchner taking over or anybody else or anything else that happens. It, it just feels, Corey, I just can't sit and rest and feel that this is it now. It's going to run smoothly for the next two months because to quote a phrase, that's not the Derby County way. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But for me, from Corey, I think that's everything for this episode. We'll see you again next week where we, uh, we look forward to seeing how we got on against Swansea and previewing the game at Fulham. Yeah, for Easter weekend football that's all from us Corey. thanks very much jason as always it's a pleasure up the rams thank you for listening to the latest episode of the rams review podcast we would love it if you'd like to get in touch on twitter we're at rams review one on facebook it's rams review podcast or you could drop us an email, ramsreview at hotmail.com. Until next time, up the Rams. The Rams Review Podcast are proud to be part of the Fan Hub 100, putting fans first.